Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Renamic. Berto is your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. I want to hear a whole lot from you, what you think's going on. Welcome aboard, Bridge MCP, Tom C. Welcome aboard, Julie Van Ostel, AVQ, known as Michael Rudnan. Welcome, everybody. I'm, I trust everybody's having a pleasant day. Well, we are, of course, we get started with Michael Rudnan's little bit of research. He says, reaching herd immunity is unlikely in the U.S. experts now believe widely circulating coronavirus variants and persistent hesitancy about vaccines will keep the goal out of reach. Our people have a choice to make. Take the vaccine with an aim to reach herd immunity or watch COVID become a yearly scourge as new variants emerge. We are choosing poorly. I have... My first vaccine shot scheduled for tomorrow. Very good, very good. Hey, look. You know, in other countries where people would say it's not democratic, right? They force people to take, to take care of themselves. They force people to stay home. They force people to do things that won't get other people sick. And people say, but that is not democracy. That is not democracy. You can't tell other people what to do, etc., 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 Here's the truth. Um, your infected self puts not only those that you come in contact with in danger, but the system in danger. Let's give an example here. The hospitals have been so taken up with COVID that a whole lot of other things that need to get done, people's cancer screenings, uh, people that have to be in the hospital for cancer and and diabetes and all the other types of illnesses, there is a, there aren't resources there for them. But you know what is the most hurtful of all of this? All those people that talk about you're treading on me and they want to do as they please with the coronavirus. If I want to be maskless, I can be maskless. If I don't want to take a vaccine, I don't have to take a vaccine. Good, fine. Uh, as long as you don't infect me. So I stay away from you so you don't infect me. But you infect the system because we are not going to leave you to die. You're going to go to the hospital. But these are the same people who don't want the government to invest in a healthcare system that makes sure it is there for all. Not just when you can make some money on it, but when, you're, when it's there for all. So the same people that want to have this, uh, I, I hate the government. I don't want them telling me what to do. I don't want to take the vaccine. I want, to, I want to sneeze in peace as I would want to. Are the same people who will hinder a system that would be needed to cure them for not wanting to take their particular precautions. What gives? What gives is that sometime we're going to have to start just calling out these people. And we do. But I am not talking about us as just individuals. We are going to have to have the system, the system uh, that actually uh, is doing that. Now, folks, it's so important that all of us remain engaged. It is so important. And not only engage, but knowledge. Knowledge is power. A lot of these people are doing these things that Michael Rudnan just uh, spoke about. They don't know. They don't understand many times the effect that they are having on not only 
the person in front of them that they feel they're not polluting or giving a problem to, but on themselves, their families, and many others. Like I said, the cascading effect is that selfish person. Maybe initially unknowingly selfish, but if they know these facts, they remain the same selfish people. They have a material impact on the health of the society, not just from COVID, but from many other diseases. I needed to get that rant off of my, 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 my spine because it, it just irks one that we can be, for an intelligent country, we can be so poorly educated. Okay, second item. Democrats bankrolled by Big Pharma are refusing to back COVID vaccine patent waiver. The top Democratic recipients of Big Pharma cash in Congress are echoing industry talking point in position to a push to suspend key intellectual property protections. Big money corruption is a problem in both the whole of the Republican Party as well as the neoliberal establishment of the Democratic Party. That's what I was telling you yesterday, Rudnan. You know, we have to understand that this is a systemic problem. The, the, the plutocracy owns the establishment of both parties. They own it. You know, there is a rare coalition that's waiting to be made. And that rare coalition that is waiting to be made is for the people on the far right, the people on the far left, and decent people. Believe it or not, we won't agree on things like abortions. We won't agree on things like... Uh, uh, and our, certain, there are certain things we won't agree on. But that thing about money out of politics, we can all agree on. Okay. Democrats signal they're open to concessions on infrastructure, infrastructure investment. The idea of putting Americans to work with good paying jobs, rebuilding our nation as the envy of the world while mitigating the worst that global warming will wreck is widely popular with the American people. Yet Democrats keep Fa uh, uh, failing at messaging Instead of saying this is what the people want Stand against them at your peril They go with the nonsense Some Democrats are hunting for a framework To sell the infrastructure proposal That doesn't sound too liberal Hoping to frame it as what they call bold, bold moderation Which they hope might be less objectionable To transcentrists of both parties My head hurts Because that is so true My head hurts my, hurt, my head really hurts. But here's the issue. Um, it is time for us to go ahead, all of us, progressives, call them out. Because the American people are already with us. They're already with what we want. The bipartisanship failure has nothing to do with American people. It has everything to do with the politicians. And not only Republican politicians, Democratic politicians as well. So yes, I agree with you. Okay, Michael Rudnan also says he wants to play this stuff on healthcare later. I got to take a look at what the copyrights are all about. Julie Van Astel, welcome aboard, Breach MCP. Welcome aboard, Tom C. May the 4th be with you all. May the 4th be with you all. Yes, yes, yes. Eric Hayes, messaging on the vaccine is some of the issue. In what regards? Please explain. Uh, Richard Champy, more lies. Uh, in what regards, Richard Champy? Am I lying? Are you saying I'm lying? Or are you saying more lies are coming from the plutocracy? Let me know so that I can answer specifically. All right, Michael Rudin says people who get infected with coronavirus don't they uh, don't uh, know they are infected and contagious for up to two weeks. It's why coronavirus spread so far and wide. That is true. 
Bruce Pollard, welcome aboard, brother. How can we help Bernie get his Medicaid and Medicaid medicine initiatives going? It is a congressional action. What committee and who controls that? Good point. Um, let me tell you what I think, honestly. It's not going to happen at the committee level because we don't have any power in those committees to actually throw these things out. We have to do what we're doing here and other and many, you know, healthcare initiative and many other places that I get in. In fact, I was supposed to be on a conference call on Sunday that I couldn't make. But we have to get this healthcare thing to a position where people demand it, not where Biden says it's good for us to have this. People have to demand it. And we ha one of the reasons, I, and I think I, I made this clear in the book, the new book that you're editing as well, Bruce, um, how all of this stuff works, right? We have to talk about what utopia looks like. And I don't mean some false utopia, some utopia that cannot be had. I mean a real utopia. When I say utopia, I mean a place where all Americans have equal access to success. All Americans have equal access to health care. All Americans have equal access to food. All Americans have equal access to the basic necessities of life. And we can afford all of that, not only for ourselves, amazingly. The planet has enough for us all. We just have hoarders because we created an economic system based on a few hoarding and taking advantage of everybody else. But it's hard to tell people that when they've been given a false dream, that you can be anything you want to be, that you don't have to be chosen to be successful. Hey, I was successful. Bruce, you were very successful. All of us were very successful. Norman, you were very successful. Eric Hayes, very successful. The one thing that we, we, we don't always admit those of us who are successful or claim to be successful is that we were chosen. We think we all did this because we are so good. It makes us feel great. I am so much better. I am so much above that person didn't make it. And I'll be honest with you, when I got out of college and I went and I worked for the big companies, the oil companies and NASA and all of that, I had a chip on my shoulder, man. I thought I was big pelotas and shoot, when I formed my company, I thought I was even bigger for some time. I always had a soft spot for the political, for doing the right thing. But it, it is just like we have right now where there are a lot of progressives that do good things. But they do good things knowing that they are up on top and they're just helping those peons to have a better life. But they're not like me. I'm special. You know, but I did a lot of thinking. And you know what is so funny about it? When you think, when you sit back and think, and you try to separate what makes you different from a friend of yours who just had, quote unquote, bad luck. If you really want to be empathetic and think about it, that could be you. And it's the hardest thing for somebody to look in the mirror 
who think they're all that. And with all good things happening to you, say, I'm not. Because I don't have anything that that person that wasn't chosen doesn't have. And when we really realize that concept, that had we not been chosen for whatever it is, you know, a lot of times we have this individualistic thinking that somehow we made ourselves, right? I am telling you. And, and by the way, I'm not saying this because something happened to me and I fell off the cliff because I threw myself off the cliff. I decided to do activism full-time while my company was still doing well. So I'm, I, I guess what I'm trying to put out there is we have empathy. Empathy is so important. Empathy is so important. Understanding that you could be any one of those people out there. My daughter didn't know she would have gotten a stroke. I don't know that I couldn't have one or you don't know that you... We just don't know. And when something happens to us, where it would be nice if we had a great social safety net, when it would be nice if we had a society that says, however or whatever happens to you, we are going to make sure that you can keep a humane life. You know? What happens then? Anyway, uh, my soapbox day, because I got on, you know, there are several things that happened before the show that put me there. So bear with me, tolerate me if, if, if I'm boring you, tolerate me if I am whatever. Okay, I think there have been 88 or so uh, who get COVID after full vaccine that have passed, which means the vaccines are working. Um, the vaccines are working. Uh, and, and by the way, no vaccine is 100%, right? So the vaccines are working. COVID after flu vaccine wasn't COVID vaccine, but yes, some have uh, got COVID after vaccine. The reason being they are already had COVID or they got some mutation or there are a lot of different things or their immune system work a bit differently. Mark Smith, welcome aboard from London. George King, I'm a moderate. George, that's fine. I'm a, I'm a left-wing liberal and I still love you, George King. Mark Smith, uh, let's see, Michael Rodney, over 200 million people who have been vaccinated for coronavirus. One has died of COVID and the one had underlying health problems. George King, I lean liberal after the last four years. You know what? It's amazing. That happens. We turn into liberals after we see certain things. Can we just let people go back to work and stimulate the economy? Why does there need to be so much spending? Okay. Uh, uh, I don't understand. I really don't understand that. You're acting as if the spending is not the stimulus that's going to create a lot of the work that needs to be done. What spending are we talking about? Please tell me what spending would you eliminate, Mr. Mr. Hayes? What spending that you see in the budget or in, in the plan that you want to eliminate? Tell me and then we'll, we'll, we can have a sensible discussion as opposed to just saying stop spending. George King wants Medicare for all. I'm with you, George King. Bridge MCP, telling people you do not have to mask outside after vaccine is what the CDC said. COVID-19 vaccine are effective at protecting you from getting sick, according to Michael Rudnan's reading. Uh, Michael Hayes, I think that's somebody else. Uh, 
Bridge MCP, maybe they are setting an example. Masks are likely to remain necessary until we are about 70%. That's true, vaccinated. Okay, let's see uh, before I get to the videos if I have any more things I need to talk about here. I know the Carter shrunk with age, but it looks like the legs of the chairs are off at an angle. Eric Hayes says, all right, Bridge says, uh, no, this is E227. Public health experts doubt we'll ever achieve U.S. herd immunity. We probably won't. We'll see. Anyhow, what is the program about today? Let's get busy. Line Republicans exposed. Projection Trumpsters visit. McConnell gives Democrats the green light. Deborah John says Egbert. Egberto is the name. According to the CDC, 5,000 people died from the vaccines. I hadn't seen that. If you could give us the link. Uh, 5,000 over the amount of millions. However, I don't know how much that is. But let's go ahead and get the first video. Shocked, shocked, shocked. Here we go. Republican Senator from Wyoming, John Barrasso, is one of the biggest Republican liars you have out there. And he, you know, he's a doctor and he says things with a straight face and always stone face, but he lies and he lies and he lies. And, he, you know, Martha Raddatz and all of these guys usually j g give him a pass. They let him say his piece and they never really object to him forcefully. Well, this time around, Martha Raddatz did what she needed to do. Thank you. I, I mean, thank you very much for doing so, Martha. And on your point about Democrats, reportedly Biden and top Democrats are willing to make concessions or break the plan into chunks and are contemplating Senator Shelley Moore Capito's counteroffer of $568 billion. Could you get behind that? Well, uh, yes, we are working closely with the administration. We had four of us that presented this plan of the other day. Uh, it is focused on core infrastructure, roads, bridges, ports, airports, waterways, things that people think of when you think of infrastructure, things that will get our economy firing on all cylinders. The problem is, of course, that President Biden's proposal, only 6% of the money actually goes for roads and bridges. And they have more money for electric cars than they do for all of those other things. Se Senator, I, Senator, I got to stop you there. there. The 6% for roads and bridges figures you and other GOP leaders have cited has been fact-checked multiple times. The total amount for what you have called traditional infrastructure, roads, bridges, rails, airports, waterways, public transit, is more than 25% of the Biden plan. So do you want more? So I actually believe there's a deal to be had if we leave out things like the Green New Deal and recyclable cafeteria trays and climate justice. When you don't have an ideology that serves people, when you don't have a narrative that makes sense, the only option you have is to lie. And I'm not saying this to be rude. But most of the times, if you hear a Republican talking about policies, they are lying. And the reason why is that the policies that they support are not the policies that help people. Their policies rely on low taxes, on those who have money, and that you get very little social programs so that you can allow low taxes for those who have made all their monies on your backs so in effect their policy is simply to move this redistribute money from all of us to a very select few the policies of progressives are to ensure that 
everyone has equal access to success as well as to ensure that the policies we promote, everybody pays their fair share, and not only that, that we move society further. It's, there's, there's just no comparison. Again, lies is the only thing the GOP now has to rely on. You know what is so interesting? Um, that, that is so true. Lies is all that they have right now. That's the only, that's the only thing that they have right now. If you take a look at what um, Liz Cheney had to say, and I'm, uh, actually, I think I blogged about it today. Um, let me go to what Liz Cheney had to say. I think it's rather important. Let's find, let, let's find that piece on Liz Cheney because um, you have to ask yourself, and Eric, I don't know, how many, how many Republicans do I have on the show right now? Go ahead. If you're a Republican, just say I'm a Republican or something in the chat, please. I, I need you to, uh, because I, I really have an honest question I want to ask you. I know I have several Republicans, but I won't out you. But please go ahead and uh, tell, if you're willing to admit that you're Republican, please tell me if you're Republican or not. Because I have a specific question I want to ask you. It's, it, it is, it is uh, what is the word that I want to use? Think about this. Uh, let's pull it up right here. And then I'm going to get to you in a minute. Let's go ahead and put that on the screen. Because here's what I here's what's bewildering. Liz Cheney wrote the following, and you can see it on the screen right now. The 2020 presidential election was not stolen. Anyone who claims it was is spreading the big lie, turning their back on the rule of law and poisoning our democratic system. That's a super extraordinarily very conservative Republican saying that. How many Republicans in the room right now believe, first of all, what, uh, believe what you see Donald Trump is talking about right now? That's the first thing. How many of you actually believe that? And secondly... How many of you actually have an issue with the, um, with the vaccine? I am very curious because we are we're really in a very dangerous spot here. I think I just got something that I need to take a look at. Uh, we're, we're in a pretty dangerous spot here. And unless we, unless we correct it, right, we are in dire straits. And I wonder if people don't, haven't started to get it. They're, they're, you can't have a, a society where fact-based info no longer matters. But anyhow, uh, let's see. We are at 27. I'm going to be a little bit early. Let's see. Can we move from the stolen thing? It was uh, one as far. Let's see. Can we move from the stolen thing? It was one as fair as it could have been during a pandemic. I don't know. What, like, what kind of answer is that, Herrick? Pam M. says, my question for Republicans is, why do they continue to vote against their own interests? Uh, there is somebody who's answered that question on a show, and I should have taped it. And it had to do with the fear of being the minority. Howie Chow says, bravery and honesty is punished in the Republican Party. Definitely so. Uh, Terry Stodolka replying to Eric Hayes, depends on which... <laughs> what is... <the laughs> 
Okay, guys, I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do my plea. Look, if you are listening to us on you on uh, YouTube, I I ask you so kindly to click on the join button. Join us, please. Become a part of the PDR Posse. Uh, if you are in the PDR, or whether you're in the PDR Posse or not, you can also get our cup designed by our own queen of the PDR Posse, Bridge MCP, and that's what you're seeing on your screen right now. People who have gotten the cup and they're displaying. There's a cup that you see right there. Please, please consider getting it. And if you want that cup, let me give you a link to that cup. Here is the link to the cup. But you can also support us via something called Patreon. That is where you become a patron, a patron of our program. We need the, we need to get this program. What do this program? What does what do we do? I write about three to five blogs every day. I do about three to five videos every day. I write a piece of my book. I'm on my fourth, the, the fourth book just got released uh, called uh, How to Make America Utopia. We try to get the progressive message out. We try to make sure that all that message coming from the right wing all that message coming from the neoliberal Democrats and the neoliberal Republican is actually challenged. Because what we really need is a society, a progressive society that supports us all. So all the narrative that you'll hear from Politics Done Right and other groups like what we're doing here, that is what we do. So I ask you so kindly, support us. If you support us on on a, by clicking join right now, and I see that green button that says new subscriber, I will go ahead and post it on the screen right away as well. But again, secondly, you can support us via Patreon. I just put the Patreon link in there. You can also support us via PayPal. And here is the PayPal link. By the way, Michael Rudnan, if Egberto reads what I sent him, it's perfect. I'll read it after I do my pitch here. Uh, so you can also support us at politicsandright.com slash PayPal. If you do not have the join link on YouTube or if you're on another network, go to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube and you can become a member of the PDR Posse. Now that book that you see on the screen, Politics, uh, the, uh, It's Worth It, How to Become Your, uh, Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends and Neighbors, you can get that book by going to our this link that I'm putting in here from Amazon. Please consider getting it. But if you want to cut out the middle person, you can get all our T-shirts and our hoodies and our books and everything at our store. And if you want to see a list of our books at Amazon, just go to politicsdoneright.com slash books. I think I got it all. Did I? I think I got it all. Okay, the next video. You know, McConnell is trying to say we need bipartisanship. He's trying to say we need to compromise, all that kind of stuff. Now he wants to do that, but he never was willing before. I want you to listen to this in detail, what he did yesterday. And then we'll come about it on the other side. McConnell all but told Democrats, look guys, go it alone. Because you know what? We are not going to do anything we don't want to do. And you're, we're not going to allow you to do anything you don't want to do. I want you to listen to this and then let's take it on the other side. Summing it up, we're happy to take a look at an infrastructure package that's what basically both sides agree is infrastructure. 
and we're not willing to pay for it by undoing the 2017 tax bill. Understand what that is saying. The 2017 tax bill was passed with reconciliation, meaning Democrats did not have to get the 60 vote margin. No Democrat voted for that bill. So that tax bill, the 2017 tax bill, that's how it was passed. All right. He is telling Democrats, the only thing we will agree on in the, your jobs bill is what we commonly define as infrastructure. Not what you think infrastructure is, what we think infrastructure is. In other words, if the common denominator is what we agree on, it only means that, and, and not compromise, it only means that Republicans will only pass what Republicans support. They won't compromise. In other words, we agree, uh, the Democrats want more, they want less. So instead of meeting in the middle, they're saying, we only will agree to less, what we want. So they passed a huge tax cut with no input from Democrats, and they want Democrats now to reduce their infrastructure bill to leave their tax cut alone, even though Democrats are saying, we'll compromise and just take back some of that tax cut. And that applies for every single Democratic policy that Americans say they want. Look, this is no, there's not a competition here. The American people have spoken. They have overwhelmingly elected this president. They're, the policies that this president is now advocating for, the vast majority of Americans say they want it. Why should Democrats put themselves in a less than optimal position? Why should Democrats give people less than they promised in order to support the people that most people don't support? Democrats need to see this as the green light to go ahead and pass policies that Americans say they want, else 2022 will be a lot more difficult than it needs to be. Americans need to see things working for them. They definitely need to see things working for them. Tommy Cruz, uh, you, you had a statement. Why don't you call in? I've called into your show before. Call in and, to, and make your piece. I just put the Zoom link and everything in there, and I'm going to put it on the screen right now as well. So call in. I just put the, 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 uh, the telephone number and the code to get in on the screen. That's 346-248-7799. 346-248-7799. ID code 254-600-9091. Call in and make your point. Let's see if you will, Brother Tommy Cruz. All right, uh, let's see what else I want to get to before I go to the last video. Infrastructure plan, according to E2247, go big. It's much more than a measly roads and bridges is at least best hope for massive climate change, climate chaos intervention. Absolutely so. I, look, look we, are, we shouldn't let these guys define what infrastructure is, right? We should just go ahead and do what we need to do, and that's what I think we're going to do, or I hope that's what we're going to do. Jessica Taylor, welcome aboard. Bruce Pollard, Bernie's health initiatives do not require a tax shift, only correction of medicine prices. Let's get it done. That is, a, that is the least we could do, but that is actually the minimum we could do. E2247 and months before November 2022, uh, uh, we need to see things working well, actually working by no later than January 2022. I agree with E2247. 
We really need to do that to make a difference. And I think we will. Okay, Biden doesn't get climate uh, chaos. No, we got that one already. Let's see what's the last one here. Michael Renner says, replying to Deborah John, how many people who have already received the vaccine with minimal negative effects does it take to change your mind? We are 200 million vaccinated. Those who have been vaccinated don't get hospitalized or die. Deborah, let me just tell you, I took both vaccines. I took the first Moderna and the second Moderna. Actually, it's Moderna. The first Moderna and the third, second Moderna as well. After the second one, it, it was evident that uh, the vaccine was working because I got a slight fever. And I got, I really felt sort of sick, fluish like after about 12 hours or so. It lasted probably 12 hours or so. It was over. I worked through it, but I could see why a lot of people wouldn't. So, uh, Deborah John, I will urge you to take the vaccine. You, uh, you, uh, look. I love you. I love you, girl, but it is not responsible. It is not responsible right now. Now, l let me back up. Let me back up. If you decide that you don't want to take the vaccine, whenever you are around anybody, I hope you're completely covered up. And uh, in other words, so that you won't be the person that could potentially transmit the virus and kill somebody else. That's how I will be as respectful as I can be. For those who really, simply, absolutely have no faith in the vaccine and who think I should not be telling you to take it, the only next thing I can ask you is to stay away from people. Stay away from people that you could potentially infect. That's all. Policy will win or lose the current administration in 2022. I agree with you 100%, Eric uh, Hayes. And Paul Fleming says, I took the Pfizer shots with only a sore arm. Good for you. Pfizer's two shots as well. Did you have them both, Paul? I had them both, but I took the Moderna. Okay. I see Tommy Cruz decided not to call. The phone was waiting for Tommy Cruz. All right, let's play the last video. The Republican Party has perfected the art of projection. You know, they like to accuse others of doing a whole lot of things. They just pull it out of the air. Remember uh, when they said the Clintons and Democrats were trading in kids or, or abusing kids and that sort of stuff. And they even got one of their sycophants to go to Washington and shoot up a place because he really believed what they were talking about. But instead, it is one of your representative gets who's really trafficking in teenage sex. Or apparently so, or allegedly so, but there's good evidence towards it. They talk about family values, how they value families and etc. Their leader-in-chief, we have reports that he has paid for abortions for others, etc., etc., I mean, he's had so many different baby mamas, something that they don't associate with family values. They talk about supporting people, but the policies that they put out, that's one of the furthest things that it actually does. You know, when we have progressives and Democrats wanting policies that allow families to stay together by giving them child care, by giving them support so that they can be there for their kids, 
they don't want those policies. They want you to go out there and fend for yourself. Now they're talking about voter fraud, voter fraud. Well, you know, the only person convicted of voter fraud right now is somebody who voted for Donald Trump. Check this out. Pennsylvania man admits he voted for Trump with his dead mom's name. I listened too much to propaganda, he said. And this is a Washington Post article. Weeks before the election, Bruce Bartman mailed his mother's absentee ballot with a check mark next to President Donald Trump's name. The problem was his mother had been deceased since 2008. Bartman, 70, pleaded guilty on Friday to a charge of felony perjury and unlawful voting and blamed his decision to cast the fraudulent ballot on consuming too many false claims about the election. I was isolated last year in lockdown, Bartman said, while apologizing to the judge for his crime. The Associated Press reported, I listened, too much I listened to too much propaganda and made a stupid mistake. Samuel Streetland, Barton's attorney, added in court that his behavior was a very misguided political mistake and very stupid, according to the Philadelphia Inquirer. After sentencing him to five years probation, leaving him unable to vote for four years, Common Pleas Court Judge George A. Pagano noted that Bartman's crime goes to the heart of our democracy, according to the Inquirer, but also commended him for taking ownership. As Trump doubled down on his false claims of widespread voter fraud, especially in battleground states like Pennsylvania, Bartman's case is among the few proven instances of wrongdoing. Statewide investigations have debunked Trump's claim of broad wrongdoing and led to dozens of dismissed lawsuits. Prosecutors in half a dozen key swing states have only pursued charges in a handful of cases in addition to Barton's, the Washington Post recently reported. Now, uh, at the end of the article, what does it say? In addition to Bartman, two other men in Pennsylvania faced charges of fraudulently voting for Trump. So more, more cases are out there. But who is the fraud for? Donald Trump, according to the Inquirer. Ralph Thurman of Chester County allegedly tried to cast his son's vote and Richard Lynn of Luzerne County allegedly attempted to obtain an absentee ballot for his deceased mother. Both cases are pending. So what is it called? Projection. The only fraud that we have right now in America is Donald Trump's fraud on America. Donald Trump's fraud on those who have put their belief, those who put their trust in a person that has no right to have the trust of any living soul on this planet. I hope you got that. I hope you got that. Anyhow, let's let's go ahead and start going to uh, to to some of your messages here. We Bruce says Bruce Pollard says we let people go to war and sacrifice their life, but you uh, but you at much lower risk. People don't get the jab, not the path to a better world. True. Egberto, each person has an interpretation of current of the current narratives. Politics is pushing, which is confusing to a lot. Look, it's not confusing. They want it to be confusing. They want it to be difficult. The progressive message is very simple. When I talk to you about trickle-down economics, you have to try and figure out how the hell is that stuff going to work. 
When I try to tell you that I'm going to give a tax cut to rich people so that somehow you can be better off, it don't make sense. Uh, they're going to invest. Now, ask them to go through the, the methodology as far as how giving billions to these people going to somehow trickle down to you. What is the physical procedure? What's going to happen to make that trickle down to you? Progressives don't say that. Progressives say we are going to build all of you guys up. We're going to build you up. And because you are built up, you're going to create demand. And when you create demand, somebody's going to be there to make the things that you want. But if you trickle at the top, you are saying, let those folks on the top decide what are the things you are likely to want. I want people to understand that. It's amazing how undemocratic our policies are, right? If you want to give the best tax breaks to, you give it to the, or, or, or monies to, you give it to the people who are going to spend it, and their money become a democratic ballot. I'm going to buy more bread, or am I going to buy more, uh, more tortillas? I'm going to buy more sugar, or I'm going to buy more agave syrup. The people that with the money, they become the democrat. That becomes your vote. But when you give tax cut to the top claiming, oh, they're going to make investments and create jobs. Create jobs to create what? what? How could they possibly know what to create if the demand wasn't there for them to say, ah, people want this, people want that. So, so Hayes, it is simple. Politics is simple. The only reason it is made difficult is that in that difficulty, I can create chaos between people. The ones who know and the ones who are willfully ignorant or the ones who just don't know. So don't, don't let anybody fool you and say, oh, politics is so complicated. No, it's not. You do things to support people. And the people will make the right choices. They want to eat. If they want to buy cars, they'll buy cars. If they want to buy scooters, they'll buy scooters. You give the money to the top, a scooter maker might say, I don't want to make scooters. I want to make cars. And you get a market that is controlled by a few. Remember I said the mythical market? You always hear me talking about the mythical market. That's exactly what I mean, the mythical market. Because when they are in control, that's a mythical market. A real market is when we decide what we want to do with our dollar, including the dollars that's paid into taxes, including the dollars that we work for, including absolutamente todo, everything. Okay, incentivize common sense. This is from Tom C. It's incentivize common sense. Refuse to wear a mask or be vaccinated. If you get COVID and have to be hospitalized, insurance companies and Medicare should penalize you with higher deductibles and co-pays. I was against that for a while because let me tell you why. How many obese people do you know? And how many people know that obesity kills? Should the insurance company be allowed to charge more for fat people? What is fat? What about a skinny person with diabetes and a fat person that has perfect blood pressure, perfect AI, A1C and all of that? 
you know, I mean, there, there are certain things that I don't want to go there. I think we educate people. And also, I think we pass laws. In other words, I think we pass laws. If, if, if uh, people are going to be a detriment to society by not being vaccinated, we do pass a law that says everybody must be vaccinated. And if we don't want to be that draconian, we say restaurants can ask people if you, you know, we can deny serve, you know, in general, democracy, in, in a democratic market system, you don't want to be able to deny some people for access to the products. But I think we can legalize saying we will deny you entrance for not having a vaccine to schools, to restaurants, to theaters, all that sort of stuff. And also, if we find you making a false vaccination documentation, we can throw you in jail and put, throw the key away. A lot of, lot of ways to mitigate the problems. Our POTUS George Washington required entire Continental Army to be smallpox vaccinated. They called it something different, but it was a vaccine and work. Yeah, that's where they cut you and inject you with a, a little bit of, of the pus from somebody else with the problem. Five years probation meaning no time in prison. Hmm, somebody got that. What was that I read? To, oh, the guy who stole, the guy who voted illegally for Trump, right, as his dead mother. Smallpox vaccine was the first vaccine to be developed against a contagious disease. In 1796, the British doctor Edward Jenner demonstrated it. Thank you, E2247. Paul Fleming says, both parties worked in the Hay areas, but, tra but Trump made it fashionable to make a lie okay. I don't understand why people would believe someone who hasn't made an impact on making their lives better. It is an illness. These are people that Trump has made believe somebody is after their birthright. So they don't mind losing something you know, if they're not going to lose their birthright. It's a big lie, but that's what it is. Paul Fleming says Republican recount in Arizona will put the current presidents in danger because they will say that Trump won. We'll see what it says. I, I, I want to see what there is. I'm curious. Progressive's messaging is big government in every facet of your life. What does big government in every facet of your life mean? No, it means government where you need it and, gov and not where you don't. That's all. No less, no more. Bruce says, no, it's a selfish choice by people who are not brave enough to take the risk. There you go, Bruce. Uh, Paul, let's see. Uh, Tom, see, I agree that with Medicare for All, should penalize use for higher deductible and co-pays if you refuse to get vaccinated. And I, I, I am still on the fence for that, guys. Eric Hayes says, yes, give to those who need it, but increased taxes will affect all via higher prices or everything. So you, your bread and other things will be more expensive. And it should be. Bre Look, it's like gasoline. We complain about gasoline being $2.70 or whatever it is. That's not the price of gasoline. The price of gasoline should also include all the people that get sick at the refineries. Because we who burn gasoline to move around should be responsible for paying the health care for all those people who work in the field to bring us that product that we need. But we don't do that. Gasoline doesn't really cost $2.70 a gallon. It probably costs over $10 a gallon if we, con if, we, if we include all the damage that it does throughout the entire economy. And that other people are paying for When that person who lives in Pasadena, Cancer Alley, in Texas, where do you have all those refineries? When that person goes to the doctor and have to pay their deductible and have to pay their high insurance rate, that shouldn't be them paying it. It's a benzene that got them sick. We don't price that into gas. 
gasoline that is. So we have to start getting smart about these things. Okay, let's see what else we got here. That's how it used to be with Reagan. Okay, 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 we are coming. Let's see. Yeah, after pandemic, capitalism is trying to make up for the... <laughs> you're Actually, you're pretty right about that. That's what capitalism is trying to do. Let's see. Let's continue with the questions. BGMCP says, Debra, it's under an umbrella of stars like the flu. Yeah, and you take it every year. Uh, Eric says, we don't have tax revenues issues. We're going to have spending issues. That doesn't make any... You know, those are right-wing talking points. I, I, I hate to say that, Eric Hayes, but they are. They are. Uh, when you say that there's too much spending, what spending will you cut? Give me a definite thing that you think we should cut from spending right now. What are we spending too much on? Please tell me. And then we'll see what you're saying makes sense or not. Where are we spending too much? I can tell you where one place, defense budget, for, for, our, for things that we'll never use. But when it comes to social programs... Please tell me where we're spending too much. Lawrence Sim says, who is monitoring the inspection in Arizona? Nobody. Paul Fleming, the man that illegally voted for Trump got six months probation. And uh, the lady that accidentally voted in Texas got five years. And I hate to put it this way. But we always talk about a, a, a justice system being blind, right? She was black. And you know I don't play the race card, but that is so hurtful that this woman uh, accidentally voted. She got five years. It wasn't like on purpose. This guy purposefully defrauded the electoral system. He got five months probation. Amazing. That's what we're talking about when we talk about systemic racism. What are we spending too much on? The military budget? Exactly. Tom C., cost of burning fossil fuels should include damage to environment as well as detrimental health effect on us all. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Jessica Taylor replying to Beach and is really not a loss they're making up for, trying to make up for greed. Wow. Jessica, that was very smart. That is so true. The loss that they're making up for is greed. I, like, I, I actually like that. Eric says, yes, you would like to weaken the country, but the foreign policy is not good anyways. And I'm sh oh, God. Do you realize that we as a country, the amount we spend on the military, count the next eight countries down the line who spend money on the military. We spend more than them. I spoke about that. I wrote that all up in, as I see it, class warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom. Please get the book. I explained all of that in the book. Actually, I wonder if I could run across. I think I even put a graph in the book for that one of the spending of the, the, spending of the, the things. I, I think I have a graph in the book. Come on. It was during... Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. I can't find it now, guys. But, Eric, um, you are, I think you'd say you're pretty conservative in your beliefs. What is worrisome is how often you use debunked right-wing talking points that we can numerically debunk. We don't even have to ask you, do you really believe this? We can just do the numbers for you to show you how wrong those statements are. But the right-wing media doesn't expect its people to do that. The right-wing media assumes its people are dumb. 
And, and, and Trump, as dumb as he is, says it, said as much, right? He said, I like dumb people. He said it. Think about that. Lawrence Sims says, same, same, woman, uh, same with woman who used her dad's address for her child versus those who cheated to get their children in prestigious college and universities. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yes, uh, reimagine. Reimagine what, uh, Eric Hayes? Reimagine what are we talking about? Anyhow, folks, we are getting close to the end of the show. I want to thank you guys so much. So much for being here with me. I have a splitting headache today. I don't know if it's a sinus headache, but there are times I want to, the, the head just feel like it's going to explode. Um, but we're going to get out of here. Please remember, if you are on YouTube right now, please click that join button. Please become a part of our family. Please help us continue doing what we do. Uh, Jessica Taylor says, people were and still are buying out stores, so there is no loss in food, groceries, and staple. It's a matter of fact, only greed and manipulation of the system and the minds of people. Eric Hayes says, go home and rest, man. And Bridge MCP says, headache, no sleep, reading too much. <laughs> That's part of it, my beautiful Bridge MCP. That's part of it. But we got to do it. We got to do it. We got to keep it going. Anyhow, folks, please, please click that join button. Become a part of the posse. Uh, please go ahead and get my book. It's worth it. How to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors. But you know what? All my books are in one place now on Amazon. Just go ahead and go to politicsandright.com slash books. Politicsandright.com slash books. And you'll see all the books. Please consider getting them. You're helping to support what we do here. And as you can see, we are equal of opportunity offenders. We love our Republicans. We love our liberals. We love our Democrats. We love everybody. So please, please join us and become a part of the posse. That is how we are going to get things done. And don't forget, visit our store. Visit our store, politicsandright.com slash store. See you tomorrow. Wear your glasses and control plus make screen bigger. I love that, uh, Bridge MCP. Uh, it's, one, it's one of the podcasts. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anyhow, folks. Let's go and do all the right things. Please remember to share our stuff. Please remember to encourage others to uh, be members of our, of our team. Uh, slowly, I'm going to be building out the politicsdoneright.com slash PDR Posse page. And uh, it's going to be where we try to have a whole lot of things. Slowly but surely. Have a wonderful evening, folks. Been listening while cooking caramelized onions. Ham and Swiss sliders for dinner. Oh, Julie, you're making me hungry. Why are you doing this to me, Julie? Why, 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 why? Anyway, folks, my name is Egberto Willies. This is Politics Done Right. And you know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet 
with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.